keeping an eye on what's happening in your backyard, it's back to On the Beat with Carl Stutzman. And welcome to On the Beat on the Heart 1340 AM, 1019 FM. Good to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon. Uh, Something we haven't done on this show yet since we got things started, and it is nobody's fault except my own. And that is kind of check in on how everything's been going over at the uh, Elkhart County Sheriff's Office. And yes, I do have to remind myself to say office, as I'm sure uh, Sheriff Siegel, who's on the line with us today, is going to kind of chuckle a little bit. Old habits die hard, (laughs) Sheriff, and uh, not saying department is always uh, a bit of a stretch for me, but I got to like the way the Sheriff's Office sounds. It seems uh, a little bit more relaxed, maybe a little bit less intimidating for some people. So it's good to have you on the show. Well, uh, good morning, everyone. It's good to be here, Carl. Yeah, I, I mean, it's probably been it's been a couple of years since since we had a chance to to sit down and catch up on air. And I mean, man, last year, I, I just from a from a uh, the perspective of someone who is managing both, you know, a, a sheriff's office, uh, the a department of officers and having to, you know, uh, operate the corrections department and the corrections facility as well. I cannot imagine what your life has been like over the last 12 months i'll just put it that way it has definitely been interesting for us here at the at the sheriff's office but again i think it's been interesting and and trying for the whole community i on but on top of that i mean you're not it's yeah it's it's trying and difficult for everyone but you're literally managing people's lives you know we are and and when we first heard that that covid was coming to elkhart county you know, the law enforcement uh, leadership in this county, we work very well together. So we had a meeting and sat down and, and discussed what this could look like for us. Uh, we talked about who needed to come to jail and, and maybe who didn't. And uh, they worked well with us on uh, keeping our population at a manageable level, hopefully limiting the likelihood of, of giving, getting a COVID outbreak in the facility. But on the other side of that, we had to make sure that we were keeping our staff safe. You know, so we had a bit of a time where those that could worked from home and, and those that couldn't and, and were in positions where they were still required to respond to calls and secure inmates. You know, quite frankly, they they uh, did what we asked of them and and uh, they were an amazing team. And I couldn't have been more proud of them. Well, and I don't recall ever seeing any headlines that there were big COVID outbreaks that were happening in your facility, which is great, but that wasn't the case for everyone. I mean, uh, locally in some of the state prisons, uh, you know, we we heard the stories. There were COVID outbreaks. People died. It was incredibly unfortunate, but I'm very happy to hear that that was not the case for you. You know, and I don't think we're out of the woods yet. You know, we... uh, come in each day with bated breath, hoping to hear that we don't have staff or or inmates with, uh, with COVID, but we've all seen that it really only takes one person who may be ill to come in and and influence a lot of others. So we got to be very careful and mindful of of what we're doing and how we're handling people. Well, and, and you told me as well that you maybe went a little bit overkill on making sure that it didn't happen, but I mean, I got to say, I was I was impressed with the the thoroughness that you actually you know took and looking at the and looking at it and and taking the issue very seriously. Well, our medical provider at the uh, at the jail was amazing. I got to give a lot of a lot of kudos to them. Uh, it's a company called WellPath, and and they staff with doctors and nurses, and you know those folks are generally a lot smarter than I am. 
So when this first started, uh, you know, these discussions of COVID, you know, sheriffs are, you know, there's 92 of us in the state. And believe it or not, we are pretty competitive with each other. And I didn't want to be that sheriff who was the first one to get a COVID outbreak. So what we did was we worked with emergency management and we got a uh, uh, temporary hospital tent that we were able to set up on the inner perimeter of, of our facility. That way, if our medical on the inside of the facility was overrun with patients, we would have uh, an alternative location to put these folks prior to hospitalization. And, and uh, it's pretty cool to say that we actually never even needed the tent. So it was it was nice to see it get taken down. Well, but it was also comforting to know it was there if we needed it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Um, you know, uh, and glad that you were able to get a hold of that, too, because uh, there was quite the run on medical equipment and everything else. But it sounds like you've got yourself a good partnership over there. Yeah, you know, at the beginning, it seemed like everybody was scrambling, even just for, for masks. And, you know, WellPath, is, they did an amazing job. And I, I want to say their name so the community knows who helped us get through this. Oh, that is great. Uh, I, I, I'm always happy to uh, to get the name out there when they're doing good stuff for us because uh, it, it's not just the uh, inmates that we worry about. It's the individuals working inside the corrections facility as well. And, you know, uh, it is coincidentally uh, the week that we're supposed to be kind of sending some kudos towards the correctional officers. Um, it is, uh, what is, is it correctional officers appreciation week? Is that the correct term for it? Actually it is. That runs from Monday to the end of the week. And, you know, everybody sees our patrol officers out, you know, doing traffic stops, responding to emergencies, but, you know, some of the unsung heroes that work here are the, the staff over there in corrections. And, those folks do an amazing job keeping themselves and the community safe and even keeping the inmates safe and healthy and fed and medicated and clothed. And, you know, it's a it's a, a thankless job. And that's why I've been trying to make a big deal out of uh, appreciating those folks this year. Yeah, there have been a few posts. You even put a video up yourself on your Facebook page, which uh, you guys do a real good job of uh, staying active with the community on there as well. If uh, if you haven't checked that out, it's, by the way, it's the Elkhart County Sheriff's Office is the uh, Facebook page. I mean, you know, it, corrections officers, it's a position, A, that is very demanding, and B, especially in today's environment, is incredibly difficult to get people interested in, in hire out for. You know, there's been things that have... Uh unfortunately taking place in our country that uh, law enforcement isn't uh, the top job anymore. Uh, you know, when I was a young man and, and desiring to become an officer, you could go to a, a hiring process for an agency and there would be hundreds of applicants. And, you know, you drive around Elkhart County and you see uh, everybody has a now hiring sign out and that, and that includes us. And, quite frankly, there's just not the applicants for law enforcement like there used to be. Uh, you know, we have a, a hiring process for corrections every two weeks. And, you know, there's been some weeks where we've had nobody uh, apply. And and that's tough for uh, uh, such a tough job that goes unheralded at times. So what's what are the I mean, in your opinion, you know, what's standing in the way for individuals to apply for that job? Uh, is it just sort of the 
general public opinion? Is it that, um, you know, the we live in an area where there's relatively, you know, there's a lot of availability as far as jobs are? I mean, what are some of the barriers in that? Well, you know, I think there's a whole lot of things. We could probably uh, do a whole other show on on barriers to hiring. You know, unfortunately, the media doesn't make uh, law enforcement and corrections officers out in the best light at times. Um, sometimes I wonder, you know, we are so financially driven. It's not the highest paying job in the world, but it, it, uh, it'll definitely take care of a family. Uh, I don't know if people are in pursuit of, of other opportunities, if they don't want to uh, uh, potentially work in the facility with inmates. Um, so there, there's probably a whole host of reasons. And, you know, one thing I do as sheriff is I, I try to do exit interviews with, with, uh, employees that are leaving us. And, you know, it'd be easy if, if people left and they all had the same reason, because that would be an easy thing to identify and repair. But when you have, you know, say five individuals leave for five different reasons, you know, you can fix what you can. But when officers leave the correctional facility to become a police officer, well, you know, I support them in that. That's uh, a lot of people's career goal when they come to work here. Uh, to come to work in the corrections center, you only need to be 18. To be a police officer across the state, you need to be 21. So a lot of youngsters will come in and, and fill that three years with their time in corrections, only to move on to, you know, Elkhart PD. You know, we've hired... A lot of our patrol officers or previous corrections officers. Uh, we lost uh, one recently to the state police. We've lost the officers from the jail, the Kosciuszko County's patrol. So, you know, it's kind of a, a progression in, in careers for a lot of folks. Okay. Well, the other beacon that I've noticed that you, you lit on the Facebook page is trying to find more individuals to fill 911 dispatcher roles. And as someone who has more than a couple friends that work in dispatch, uh, I know that is a, a very demanding job, uh, but those those individuals there, they're every bit the same uh, level of hero as the officers that are going out to the scene and the firefighters that are responding. It's a, it's a position that needs really good people. No, that, that is a position that uh, you know I hold near and dear to my heart. And uh, when I was a patrolman and talking to those dispatchers who were your, they were your lifeline. Yeah. And, you know, back, back when I was, out patrolling, we didn't have the fancy GPS and tools to let everybody know where we were at. So times were a little different, but that hasn't diminished the importance of our dispatchers. And I, I post those on our page, even though occasionally they they steal uh, officers from corrections to go be dispatchers. But, you know, the calls that they take are the first call when anybody is in a traumatic you know, situation, be it a car crash or a criminal event. And that's a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that's a stressful job also. So <clears throat> we got to appreciate them as well. So uh, we're coming up here on the end of the interview. So I got one more question for you because you, you made me aware of something here beforehand that I didn't realize. And that's, you're going to be coming up for election again here soon. We don't have to go into too much detail, but I just want to ask, you're running again. You like the job enough. You want another shot at it? I do. I, I actually love love the job of sheriff. Uh, you know, I've, I've worked at this agency. I'm in my 31st year. And, and you know, when I was um, 
much, much younger, I said, boy, if I was ever the sheriff, things would change. Well, I, I like to think I've made some positive changes around here and have hopefully impacted the lives of some of the young officers. So I absolutely want to stay on as Elkhart County Sheriff and continue to serve the community and, and uh, the folks that, that uh, work here. Well, we'll talk about that more when election time finally comes around. I'm just thankful to get a chance to chat with you now, and let's not make it another two years before we talk again. I do believe that's on you. That is, yeah, that is, that is, you're right. That is correct. That is on me. All right. <laughs> Sheriff Jeff Siegel over at the Elkhart County Sheriff's Office. It's been good to have you on the show, man. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Uh, we'll catch up with them soon. Uh, you can stay up to date with what they're doing over on their Facebook page. Like I said, they're active on Facebook. They do a really good job of uh, keeping touch with the community there as well. Elkhart County Sheriff's Office on Facebook is where you can find them. Uh, we got more coming up as we finish up this Thursday on The Beat. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.